There it is. <laughs> Alright, moving on. Did the microphone trick I've been a sports fan my entire life because all of my friends are horrible people. Yes, Cam had a very bad game. Can we get that on tape? Get that overrated piece of crap out of this conversation. <laughs> are you sure you want this on tape? That's what I was transitioning <laughs> to. Big time Timmy Jim Chris Sale, Bartello Cologne. A lot of tears and a lot of beers. I can't argue with anything you say. Hello and welcome to Late Night Shots. Chris and Alex tonight. How's it going, buddy? Oh, there we go. Got the <laughs> mic over. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Acting like a crazy person over here talking to myself. You are a crazy person who talks to yourself, but yeah, that's but okay. They don't need to know that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> right, so we're going to start off with uh, the Andrew Luck mulligan. And it was just a really weird situation, that whole thing. Yeah. Like, can't really blame him too much yeah he he wants to be healthy to be able to move around like to be able to walk pretty much and he's only 29 yeah 29 and basically so been injured every year yeah his career um, he's, he's been in the league what this would have been his eighth year i think um seven seventh year let's see do 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 magic box tell me uh, I think we need he was drafted in 2012, so this would have been his eighth year. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Eighth year. Fine. Yeah. Have a jury. <laughs> yeah, so his first three years were good, but then all the injuries started and the yeah. snowboarding accidents. And <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> yeah, that one's his fault. Yeah. I think a big part of it that I don't like is the timing of the announcement that he's retiring. Yeah. That they did it during the game with him on the sideline. That seemed really weird. Well, they didn't announce it. Someone broke the story. Yeah. But it seems like bad timing. Yeah, well, it was very bad timing. They should have waited. Yeah. But, you know, reporters, they want to be the first. They want to break that story no matter what. And you kind of have to. Like, did you find out about it because... You found out on accident, like you have to say something because someone else is going to find out soon. Yeah, but then you're that jerk who did it during the game, and yeah, but then you get a ton of hits, and your boss is happy, and yeah, and yeah. everyone else forgets because it's the internet, and everyone's attention span is like 17 seconds. I was going to say they're stupid, but yeah, <laughs> yes, that one too. Um, then the fans, like I'd say that's I that's understand. where the mulligan comes yeah. from for me. That's like that all the. Uh, I get, like it makes sense a preseason game, so all these guys are drunk in the stands and they yeah. start complaining yeah. and booing. And I mean, if I was drunk and my quarterback retired and he was someone I thought was an all pro, I'd probably boo also. If I was drunk, I probably wouldn't boo because I really don't like booing. It's very annoying. <laughs> That's true. I'd probably just get upset. I would be upset. I'd be like, yeah. what? <sighs> No, why were you doing this? And then probably the next day, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> I guess you are a real person, and your injuries do matter. And yeah, that's true. But also, I'm betting he comes back next year. Just after one year off, he comes back, like Take, uh, the Jaguars linebacker, not Miles Jack, Teldon Smith. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think that was Teldon Smith. Think, just uh, is retiring for a year. Lynch. I could see Gronk doing this. I could see Gronk coming back. Oh, yeah, we were talking about that the other day. After, like, ten games, coming back. 
because he wants to actually be healthy at the end of the year. Yeah. I mean, it would kind of make sense just to be like take 10 weeks off. If I had to bet on one of them, I'd take him coming back. But yeah. I could see luck coming back, taking a year, getting healthy. And it but does seem like he will come back because they're letting him keep the money, which they don't have to. They could take all the money back. No, and that's like, I think they said 20, 25 million. I think he gets to keep some big mon- number like that. Yeah. Like they could just take it all, which is weird because. Like, it's a team that's a playoff contender. You'd think they'd want their money so they could go help the team out. You would think. I don't, I don't really know how that money works. Maybe it's already, like, gone. I don't know. Uh, Featured. I don't know. But they believe in Brissette because they signed him to, like, a 3 for 42? Yeah, something they gave like him that? an extension. I, I didn't get to look at it today, but I, I saw they did give it to him. Yeah. Um, Not as big as someone else in the league who's got. We'll bring that one up. We can bring that one up. Um, yeah. What about just Andrew Luck's timing of during the third week of the preseason deciding to retire? Do you think he had talked to like Frank Reich and the GM and stuff about it? That, hey, if this isn't getting better, like I might retire. So you guys should be ready. Or do you think he sprung it on him? Uh, I don't know. That's a tough one. He might have. He might have been telling him, I'm getting kind of frustrated with all these injuries. Yeah. I think they did know something because they had a chance to trade Brissette. Yeah. And they did not. That's true. And I was the one who said they should have traded Luck <laughs> last year. Yeah. Um, but, you know. And I think, didn't they bench Brissette even before that game? Before the third game? Because they wanted him to stay healthy? Yes, I think so. So maybe they did know. They might have known. That's, they probably didn't know who he was going to, and they were just... Trying to get ready for it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough, but I do think people are, and I know you're definitely in this boat, are overlooking or underrating Brissette. Oh, yeah. I think he's way better than yeah. people think. Because what was it last... Cause, so two years ago, when he played there, he got traded there from the Patriots during week one, I think. Yeah, or right at the beginning of the season. Of the year, like, yeah, a couple of first so you're weeks. throwing this 23-year-old, something like that, into I, a new system? And I don't think he had... No, he might have... He had started one game in New England the year before when Brady was suspended. Yeah. Because they won with Brissett and some other dude. Didn't they go like 3-1 and one with three different quarterbacks or something? Yeah. Yeah. It's just a weird situation. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm actually not changing my prediction on them. All right. We'll get to that. Leaving it the same. We'll get to that after the ad read by Homestead. Um, Spoilers. (laughs) If you want to take advantage of your mulligan, you can head to Homestead Farm and Golf in Linden, Washington. Mention late night shots for a free small bag of range balls. They have Cleveland and Triction clubs and apparel, so you can make sure to check those out when you're in there. And it is the last month for summer rates when you go to Homestead. Uh, Summer rates all through September. And the rates will go back down in October, but that also means there's a lot less daylight. So try and get in there while you can. Um, And when the rates go down, you can make sure to check them out on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on their upcoming winter events. They're going to have some fun winter leagues and mini tournaments to keep everybody occupied during the colder months. What about late night? Uh, Some late night shots? I think so. (laughs) I do. Nice. So head to Homestead for all your golfing needs. Well done, sir. See, those are the kind of mulligan. <laughs> what I do. Those are the kind of ad read interruptions that are okay. 
Like not making fun of the guy for saying displaced fans after he said it for two years constantly. Come on, change it on that. Let's go. Yeah, I know. Chip, chop, chip. So every year we do our we do like the preseason prediction awards. And then we talk about them in the middle of the year and changes we'd like to make. So that's what we're gonna start off this episode with is predictions, playoffs, awards, things like that. And I guess we should start with changes, and that kind of stems from. Andrew Luck and the Colts. Um, some of us really made changes. I think what, Landon's dropping him down to five and eleven. The Colts. Yeah, what was that before that? He was uh, he flip flopped the record. He had him at eleven and five. That seems drastic. So he's moving him to five and eleven. Um, he could be going off the fact that last year they were one and four to start the year, and they finished nine and two. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. So maybe he thinks they're more of that one-win, two-loss team. See, I don't. I think with all the rookies they brought on last year, that drastically improved their team. And they should be way better this year, too, as a second-year player. Yeah, so every single one of them was rookie of the years. Yeah. Or should have won it anyway. Which would have made it two years in a row that the offensive and defensive rookie of the year came from the same team. Should have, but you don't do. You can't win as a lineman. <laughs> Definitely should have. Well, I don't know. Should I don't he have should won? have. He should have been like up there, probably yeah. number two. I would say, but yeah, I don't think he got number two though. No, I don't even think he was. Probably not, because people are dumb. How can you count a lineman stats? When defensive players go, holy bleep! Look at that guy. Look at what hey, he just did to that person. Let's go to the other side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, he's a left guard. Well, I'm gonna play left end, so I never have to see him. Yeah. Um, so Brad is more in line with Landon. He dropped him to six and ten. Um, I'm closer to you. I think eight and eight, maybe nine and seven, like the late push for the playoffs possible ability type thing. But like you mentioned before, that read same record. And yeah, maybe drop him a game. Okay. Game maybe two. It's, it's I don't know their schedule too well, but I do mm. think they're. I don't know what their schedule's like. And it might be a little stubborn. You know, I like to go the way a little bit sometimes. <laughs> um, so. I do know Vegas has dropped them all the way to seven or seven and a half. Yeah, it's a group above that. But. Yeah. And it's tough because, like, so Brissett does have, what, two years there now. So he should know the system and familiar with the players. And he can't be worse with T.Y. Hilton than he was that year with him. Yeah, yeah, they they didn't get along well. No. I think Hilton had somewhere around a thousand yards and five touchdowns, but like six hundred of those yards came in four games or something. And the other four hundred came in ten games. So they should be better there. Yeah, that just takes takes time, especially yeah. for a young quarterback. Um, but then the other big change we had was another one we both agree on, and. I kind of mentioned this when we had your brother on talking about the Broncos, that if I had to re- go back and redo one team, it would be them. And I didn't realize you were into them as much as I was. Yeah, kind of. I don't know. It's, it's a little bit more kind of Chargers, too. Yeah. Kind of swaying on them. Like, All their injuries. Ah, injuries. And yeah. then just don't know who's going to show up. I'm like, ah, I don't know. And the Broncos are kind of creeping up 
I was like, yeah, I'll kind of balance that out and make them equal records now. Yeah. And I was thinking about the similar similarities between the Broncos this year to the Bears last year. And part of it is because Vic Fangio went from the Bears to the Broncos this year. And the Broncos have a ton of great defensive players. So yeah. they should be a top five defense this year with Fangio there. They should be. Yeah, they should be up there. Never, never had a doubt about the, uh, the defense. defense. No. Um, last year, the Bears were about six and a half in Vegas. And I think that was so loud. Well, we don't have a... Yeah, I know. Um, distracting. Uh, the Broncos are seven wins in Vegas, so they're about the same. Um, I think the Broncos do have a decent amount of weapons on offense, too, if they're healthy, which is always a big if. But you got two good running backs. Tight ends could be good. Yeah. First round tight end. Oh, yeah. Uh, Noah Fant. Fant, yeah. Which is, that was the one they got, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Noah Fant, which is the kind of tight end that Flacco likes. Yes, athletic. You yeah. able to catch it. Yeah. Um, say what you want about Flacco, whether you think he's a top 10 or a bottom 10 quarterback. He's he's, like, he, he's a vet. He's middle. Yeah. He's a, a middle quarterback vet. with a good team. Yeah. Um, Receivers, so, I think. They have a lot of they have a lot. potential talent at receiver. Because yes. Sanders, from every, like it surprises me, but he looks to be healthy coming off the Achilles tear, which is surprising. A bit. You wouldn't think he'd be healthy already, what, seven, eight months later? No. Um, so maybe it wasn't a full Achilles tear, and it could have been the partial, and that's why he's back. So you have Sanders and Deshaun Hamilton and Tim Patrick. Right? Um, Cort- Cortland Sutton. Yeah, Cortland Sutton. That was the guy I was forgetting. So it's a lot of guys I that think could there's be someone good. else too. Like, there's another good one. I think that's the four receivers. Uh, I don't know. Okay, maybe. Maybe you're thinking of a tight end or something. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, um, not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> but then you look at how much success Cleo Mack and the Bears D line last year had. And Cleo Mack's a monster. But so is Von Miller. And Bradley Chubb. Yeah. And they're they're kind of good. Yeah. So could you see the Broncos' DNs leading the league in sacks? I would say they have a chance to be up there as... Like a top three team in sacks? No, J- just top three. from the defensive end position. Yeah, yeah, just defensive end. I'm trying to think of who else is top DNs. Oh, a team that has two? Yeah, two DNs, not just one. The Seahawks, if they're healthy... Yeah. Which is a big if. Because Ziggy well, Ansa has only played half the games the last four years. No, actually, like after his rookie year. Ansa? Yeah. I think I think so. No, because when you look at Well, maybe he played games, but he didn't produce. Because he had something like 12 sacks, 2 sacks, 14 sacks, 4 sacks. Yeah, he's been up and down. But yeah. I think after the rookie year, he's only missed like 6 games. No. I think I heard that on the radio today. Yeah. You actually do listen to the radio, unlike me. Uh, let's check it out. Real quick. I gotta listen to something. That's what podcasts are for. Like late night shots. You can go over to Anchor and check out all the different places to get it. I and, do listen to it. Um, good news. That's where I get all my good information. Uh, nice. <laughs> um, heard from Anchor, and it, for some reason, it got rejected from Apple. So they're looking into it more and trying to get us back on there and trying to figure it out. So hopefully, we can be on Apple again. We're just too extreme. Um, Ziggy Ansah missed nine games last year 
two games the year before and three games the year before that. Then it wasn't who they must have been talking about, uh, Clowney. Then they're yeah. talking about both of them, and I couldn't remember uh, which one they. Because I think after his rookie year, where he missed Clowney, yeah, after he missed the uh, fourteen, sixteen games, something like that, he missed a he lot. He missed most of it. After that, I think he was only missed a few. No, I do not want to close every single tab. I was nowhere near there. But with him and Clowney, if they're both healthy. That's very dangerous. With yeah, with a couple other their D tackles that when they're not suspended. <laughs> you could kinda hear that. Oh crap. Oh no, oh no, oh no. Oh perfect. Oh, that was the perfect part. Here you go. Yeah, I don't trust yeah, you now. <laughs> and while Alex is pouring, uh the spirit there it is, listen to that. Thank you to Overflow for that. <laughs> um Foam that up good yeah, just that, for the noise. That was that was something. <laughs> and just for the sound effects, okay? Nice. Uh, Dedication, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, this beer is brought to you by Overflow. It is a furious IPA from the Surly Brewing Company in Minneapolis. Um, it's a decently strong IBA, or IPA with lots of IBU. What do you think of it? Pretty good. I actually was kind of worried because I think it's like a hundred IBU, yeah, which is really high. Yeah, yeah. Because when I was talking to you about the like the ones we were looking into getting for today, you're like, well, the one's really strong because it's like a nine point one. Yeah, I was like that's strong. And the other one is super IBU. It's like, and then of course because I sent the boss there to get it, she got the one we didn't want. Well, not the not the one we didn't want. We wanted it, but just a mix up between the site and what was on their board there. Yeah. But, that's right, because it's still quite tasty. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Overflow. Um, and you can we approve sure. this message. <laughs> no, come on. Brad's not here, and he's still screwing up the podcast. His, his laptop's being slow. Do you have the sheets thing up? The sheets. Thanks. Um, yeah, so make sure to check out Overflow's podcast. It is a brewing experience podcast. Um, you can send a message to any of their social media stuff mentioning our podcast and their podcast. And um, you will be entered into a merchandise drawing to try and win some cool football gear. And if you ever stop by Overflow, a quarter of every pint you buy is donated to provide water in third world countries. So head to Overflow and drink some beer and help some people. So what is their podcast? It's on that little... I know, but I just... I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. Like Brad's... The... What's it about? I'm sorry. Oh, they try different beers and then talk about them. Oh. Yeah. So I think it's what it's like overflow brewing experience. Oh. Yeah. I don't know what's going on here. Um. Yeah. Computer froze. That's fun. That's what I get for trying to look up Davion Clowney. Big changes you can think of, or is that pretty much it? Is keeping the Colts and then moving the Broncos. don't really think of any other big ones. I mean, Houston made a few trades. Yeah, we should talk about that but because... They kind of went crazy. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't have a general manager. Like, why would you run an NFL team without a general manager? Person. Yeah, it definitely is. And I don't... I don't understand because football is so hectic. Because like, unless you're literally letting your offense and defensive coordinators run your team... Which maybe they do. I don't know. Uh, no, I 
I think uh, Bill O'Brien calls the plays, but that's, I'm not that's sure. Too much. Yeah, because I think they have a random offensive coordinator. Like it's a guy you've never heard of. Um, but they made a lot of trades, and like the clowny one was the first one, which that was doesn't the first make one. sense. Terrible trade for them. Basically, they traded Clowney for two linebackers. Uh, a linebacker, a D-end, and a third-round pick. A linebacker and a D-end. Yeah, because... They would... Once Clowney leaves next year, they can... What is it, what's it called? Um, compensatory? Yeah, they'll get a compensatory yep. pick. Third-round pick. It'll be a third-round pick, so they're getting that pick right back. The only difference so is it'll be end of third instead of... So it's a 10-spot difference? Yeah, ten to twenty. They're not a huge swing. No, for a a Pro Bowler. Yeah, Pro Bowl the end. So it makes no sense from the Texans' point of view, because like the only thing, the reason, well, the biggest thing is basically he made it so he had, they had to do what he wanted. Yeah, or Which, they did nothing. Yeah, the offensive coordinator for the Texans is Tim Kelly. His brother plays offensive line for the. Uh, Chargers, Patriots, I don't know, some to Eagles, I don't know. Um, so that's right, and it, it's great for Seattle because they get to rent Clowney for a year. Well, they traded one guy who was, was they were pretty sure he was going to get cut. Yes. Because he was making too much and he was just... Barkevious? Yeah. Yeah. Mingo. Yeah. Because I think then, it was Barkevious, Mingo, and Jacob Brooks. Yeah, the other guy they really liked. Yeah. But they also, Texans are also chipping in like half, half the salary. Yeah. Which is, doesn't make sense. So it, Seattle gets to like drop players off their roster. It helps them out. Like they cut 10 million. Boom. Yeah. With with the, I think it was seven and then I think Mingo was three. So 10 million gone. Yeah. And then it's even better because this makes them better, which means the pick they're giving to Houston is going to be even closer to the compensatory pick they're going to give. When Clowney leaves. Yeah. And it's not even the dumbest thing the Texans did in that 24 hours. No. Because that trade with the Dolphins is way worse. It's it's a lot. So Houston receives Laramie Tunsil, Kenny Stills, a 2024th and a 2021 sixth. And Laramie Tunsil has not been graded very well as a tackle. I was like, I thought he was he's, he's good, okay, but I didn't think he was that good. Like uh, Miami's O line was ranked 32nd in football last year. Yeah, the rest of it's kind of garbage yeah. too. So it's like, uh... and so Miami receives uh, Julian Davenport, a tackle, Jonathan Batamosi, who's a decent corner, and here's where it gets really dumb: 2021st, 1st, and a 2021 second. That's so much. Well, they got Stills too, didn't they? Did you say him? Houston got. Yeah, did you yeah, say him? Houston got Tunsil and Stills. Oh, I missed. And that. then the, the two late picks. Okay. But that's still a lot because Stills was like. Stills is now Texans' third receiver. He was on the verge of getting kind of cut. Yeah, because him and the coach did not get along. No. Because I think the story was, I think he's the one who came out and complained about the Jay Z Kaepernick thing. So then his coach started off the next practice by playing eight Jay-Z songs in a row. That seems, that seems uh, really healthy. That seems like a Patriots thing to do because Brian Flores was the defensive coordinator for the Patriots and now he coaches the Dolphins. Yeah. I still like the old 
Dolphins head coach. Nick Saban? No. <laughs> Not that all. I don't remember his name, but he was the interim head coach for like five games. He was just a jacked guy, just huge. I can't remember um, his name, though. I'm not sure. I got to find him again. I don't know where he went. I don't know. But he was intense. So, pretty much, Houston is giving up a first-rounder to get Laramie Tunsil and another first-rounder to get Kenny Stills. Which yeah. makes no sense at all. Well, it's more like they gave two first. For those two players. Two first, stun, whatever his name is. Yeah. And then Stills got everything else was for Stills. Oh, the the players yeah. and the second round pick. Even that's about, too high. Yeah, and then you think about what Houston got last year when they traded away their like Pro Bowl left tackle Dwayne Brown to the Seahawks, and then they got a second round pick. That was it. That's it. Yeah. I don't. It, Houston, uh, they're going the wrong direction. Well, I know exactly why it happened. Their head coach gets to make the moves. He knows if he doesn't win, he's going to be fired. So he's just completely mortgaging the future because he doesn't care. Yeah. And because everyone it, on the team hates the owner. Yeah. So they all want out. So it's like, well. Isn't the Houston owner the one that said something about you got to treat the players like slaves? Something. Or it, like they're in prison. or Yeah. It was some, inmates. That's inmates. What it was, inmates or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not good. It's like, just shut up and sit up there and make your money. And then they traded for Carlos Hyde, who's going to get cut. Yeah, that was a... Who sucks. This isn't 2011. I think I know they needed another running back with the injury they had to um, Lamar Miller. Miller. But... Not him. No. like There's better ones out there that are going to get released. McCoy got released. Shady? Could have on him. Um... You could have just... There was another one. You could have just gotten um, Carlos Hyde. Ajari. Oh, Jay Ajayi? Jay, yeah, yeah, Jay Ajari. He's been, a, he's been a free agent all offseason. I would take him. Yeah. Oh, uh, is your boy hurt, Tywin Jones? I haven't heard. Because that's your boy, right, from Eastern? Eastern, yeah. Yeah, he's their backup, pretty much. Did Duke Johnson? He's the starter. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Duke Johnson and Tywin Jones and Carlos Hyde. It's like, they, yeah, they needed a bigger back, but... Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. I feel like they could have found anyone <laughs> without trading. Yeah, and I think... At least they just traded some defensive player to get Carlos Hyde, so it wasn't like they gave a pick. Still, it, yeah. I don't know. Maybe he has a resurrection, but I doubt it. No, and he... Because we made fun of him when he was on the Browns, and then we made fun of him when he was on the Jags. Yeah, he's jumped around too much. Like, I, don't, I wouldn't trust him. Well, he just hasn't been good. Like last year, he averaged three point four with the Browns and three point three with the Jaguars. Yeah, like, that's and, horrible. And uh, what what the other running backs do? The other running backs for the Texans? Well, I don't know. Te- um, Browns and Jags. I know Browns. Oh, they got better because Chubb. Chubb, he dominated. Yeah, and I don't remember Jags. They they, they had the whole four net thing. Yeah, there's there's just a little more. Yeah, there's well, they got rid of Blake Bortles, so maybe because it was just always eight and a half guys in the box. Because you know Bortles couldn't even hit the field with a throw. That's true. Now they got Garner Minshew, MVP. <laughs> just totally bypassing BDE Nick Foles. Yes, I don't trust yeah. Nick Foles. All right, good. Yeah, I was really surprised. It's like, hey, he's our second string guy. Oh, that's so behind funny. Nick Foles. 
he's going to get some playing time. Yeah, he is. Oh, that's he, has, he, he has potential to be a backup quarterback. Yeah. Um, so you want to move over to who we have winning awards? Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to skip over Brad. He didn't take it serious, so he doesn't get any picks for these. Wah, um, wah, wah. Do you want to start on the left or do you want to start on the right? Um... You get to wait as my dryer goes off. I don't know if people can hear that or not. Let's start with the rookies. The rookies? Okay. So, oh. No, uh, oh, I messed that up. Yeah, you thought that was offensive player yes, of the I year, did. didn't you? I was looking, I was like, why do you I, was, I, was, I, I figured out when I just read it. Right. So, we'll start with Landon to give you some time to think. So, Landon's going Kyler Murray. Um he likes Kyler Murray. He very, very strongly dislikes Dwayne Haskins. Um, he didn't like him even in college. And I think Landon's kind of the same mindset I am. I don't know about you, Alex, um, that with Kingsbury there, they're just going to throw a lot. And with a bad defense, there's going to be an opportunity to put up numbers. Yeah. So, like Murray could have like 600 pass times. Could. Yeah. I think that's a lot. Yeah. He's not a – is he a big – Guy, no, he's not. He's I, he's Murray's is the one who makes Russell Wilson look tall. Oh yeah, yeah, he's the other. Yeah, he's a little fella. Just a little guy. Um, and for rookie of the year, it really doesn't matter what your record is. No, they're just all, looking at numbers. It's all about the numbers, so your team um, can suck. It doesn't matter. Which is why I have Josh Jacobs, the running back for the Raiders. Um, something they had like the top five and rushes inside the 20 last year or something or percentage of rushes that ended in a touchdown or something like that. So there's going to be tons of opportunities for Jacobs. Um, he's a super athlete. He played quarterback in high school, so he knows how to throw the ball. So uh, it sounds like they already have packages in place for Jacobs to throw the ball, which is kind of neat. But I think Josh Jacobs with the Raiders, uh, my only worry is that they're going to suck. So they're always going to be down. So maybe we won't get a ton of rushes. But it's also Gruden who thinks it's 1984, so he wants to run the ball 350 times with Jacobs. So that's why I'm going with Josh Jacobs for my offensive rookie of the year. Oh my goodness, really? I'm going with I'm going out on the limb. <laughs> Seahawks, no Seahawks chairs in my house. <laughs> I didn't know close pick, and you kind of put me on the spot, so I messed it up earlier. So that's what happens when you try to do it quickly? Do it quickly and yeah. not at work at all. So we have it down as O R O Y. Alex thought it said O P O Y for Offensive Player of the Year. So he had Drew Brees, who is about as far from a rookie as you can get. No way. <laughs> oh. All right. So you're going with. I don't even know if I want to go with DK Metcalf. You know, I there is a scenario where I can see it because he's the number two receiver if he's healthy, right? He could be the number one. Tyler Lockett's the number one. He in he in terms of targets. best receiver, yeah. yes. But he could Metcalf with his size down at the goal line, yeah, which has always been their struggle because they don't get big receivers that are athletic. No, they tried to get Brandon Marshall that one year when he was like thirty four. And Metcalf, yeah, no, he's not a great route runner, but no. That's not what they need. If he is a big body at the goal line, like they figured out how to do with Jimmy Graham, and if they teach him 
how to block people out on Russell Wilson scrambles where the receiver needs to come back. That, yeah, that's the biggest thing. If he can learn the scramble play. Like, like when you see Russell Wilson outside of the pocket, run towards him. Don't stop running. Catch run towards him. Get big. Catch the ball. Yeah. Fall down. <laughs> it's like I feel like he could have a great year. Yeah. I know everyone's like, oh, he's not the best route runner, whatever. No, he's not, but he's just a physical specimen. But that's never, yeah, Seattle's never cared about route runners. No. So. Like I said, I could understand it, but I also don't expect Matt Calf to play more than like 11 games because I think he's just going to keep getting nagging injuries. He could. Because. If I had more time, I would have picked somebody else. Probably. Um, it does seem Maybe like. Maybe Daniel Jones. <laughs> nice. Um. <laughs> It does seem like the jacked receivers always have nagging injuries because they don't have body fat to take the punishment. But that's a David Boston story for another day. Uh, Defensive rookie of the year. Landon went with Devin Bush. He's on the Steelers, so we can move on. Um, I'm going with Josh Allen, the edge guy, linebacker, out of Kentucky. Yes. That fell all the way to the Jaguars. Yeah, I like that one. I was looking at him, and I was looking at Bush. I was like, ah, you guys took him because I'm too slow. Well, see, one of the joys of putting all of this together is that I always get to be the first pick. <laughs> so I was like, all right, let's see. Who am I going to go with next? And I really like your pick. It's like, I'm going to go out on a limb because usually secondary does not win it. No. It takes a lot for them to win it. So. Yeah. Uh, there Wasn't there a safety who ended up on your team? Who's always hurt? Came out of Buffalo, or he used to play for Buffalo, and he came to your team. Big hitting safety. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about, right? I thought he won rookie of the year. He might, have, but that would have been because he had like oh, it was eight years ago or something. I was like, like twelve years ago. Because he had a ton of picks, and that's kind of how you have to do it: is get a lot of picks. Yeah, you need you need stats, pick yeah. sacks. Uh, um, did you mention who this guy is yet? No, but he's a savage. He is. <laughs> He's a Darnell Savage. What best rated safety in college. Going to Green Bay to play alongside Adrian Amos from the Bears, I think. Yeah, I think he went. Yeah, there. because they did not. They didn't resign. resign swear. No. Swear. No. No. Ha Ha Clinton. No. Dix. Yeah. He went to the Bears. Did they swap? I think so. I think they swapped. Yeah. That, that was. Sounds right. Too good safety swap in teams. Yeah. But. Oh, did Clinton Dix get traded to the Redskins during the season last year? Oh, he might have, yeah. I don't know. If, is he still there? Mm, no, I don't think so. Yeah. It was, um, but I could see it was Savage because Green Bay spent a lot of money improving their front seven. So maybe there'll be more ducks and like poorly thrown balls so Savage can try and pick them off. And Clinton Dix did really well when he was young in Green Bay. Um, so maybe Savage following his footsteps. He's in the Bears. Okay, but he got traded to Redskins last year. Okay, for a fourth round pick, I want to say something like that. Yeah. Um, all right, and then Defensive Player of the Year from Defensive Rookie of the Year, and you got another Seahawk here. Yeah, this one is just because because you want to be. No, I actually think he's actually going to be real good switching. From the three four to the four three, yeah, like they think that's going to make a huge difference. 
Yeah. But I mean, Houston kind of runs a 4-4, at least when J.J. Watt's healthy, because he's like two people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I know what you mean. But if he's... Jivion uh, Clowney. If mm-hmm. he switches more towards getting the sacks instead of just knocking people's heads off, I think he's going to have a, a better year. Because he's a pretty good run stopper. Yeah. As well as... He had nine sacks last year. And what was the other big thing that you mentioned before we started recording? Oh, yeah. It's his contract year. Yeah. What? They play better when they want money? <laughs> Weird. Albert Hainsworth, cough, cough. Um, <laughs> and he's going to a team he actually likes. Yeah. He chose to, basically. Yeah, because it, it came out at the middle of last week that like Seattle was one of the three teams or whatever you wanted to go to. I'm pretty sure they wanted to send him to the Dolphins. Yeah, but he's, he's like, if you send me there, I will not show up. Well, he, they couldn't. Oh, because okay. he has to sign his franchise tag. No, first. that's what it was. He's like, I won't sign my tag. I will not sign it. So they're like, can't make it happen. Which is basically why they got crap because he. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of funny. Someone just sign into our Google Sheet. I don't know. I'm on it. Does it show Brad as being on there? I see blue and green. Well, it says Alex and anonymous manatee. I got an anonymous elephant and anonymous manatee, which is weird. Mm. I don't know. Whatever. Um, I'm going with... I'm being a homer, too. I'm Earl Thomas. If he's healthy... It's a, again, it's a safety yeah. thing, yeah. But, but it's I don't dislike that pick. Yeah. I think it's a good pick for a very strong Ravens team. Yeah, and them losing uh, Tavon Young does hurt the secondary, but they still have a ton of good players in the secondary. Yeah. They're voted the best secondary in football. Um, and if he's healthy all year, he proved it with the Seahawks all the time that when he's on the field, they become the best secondary in football. Just don't get him angry. But I like him when he's angry. <laughs> Uh, um, and I do have my Earl Thomas Ravens jersey now. You can definitely tell it's a knockoff. Don't care. They don't care. I'd Ten rather, times cheaper. I'd rather spend $30 on a knockoff than $150 on a real one. Unless the NFL wants to sponsor us and send us jerseys. Yeah. You know, whatever. NFL. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we used to always do that after that movie came out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Was it Basketball State we watched it? Yep, over in Yakima. Good times. (laughs) Uh, Landon is going with Khalil Mack for Defensive Player of the Year. Boring. No one mentioned Aaron Donald, though, who is like even money to win Defensive Player of the Year or something ridiculous. It's crazy for a D-tackle. Yeah, but think about it. He's won it twice now, right? Um, I think don't know i don't have brad's memory of random facts uh, this one's actually important so uh, aaron donald won twice it says and i wouldn't put it on him to win again It'd be tough. usually once you start winning it once or twice once. like it used to you'd be in that good and then you yeah. don't win it again aaron donald has won back-to-back years um, so yeah was it, he set the record for sacks by a defensive tackle um He's just a monster, but 
Like, I am kind of glad that none of us picked him, just because we tried to go a different route. Mm-hmm. I usually try to. And there has only been four guys to win the award in the last seven years. Right? Yeah, J.J. Watt, Keekly, J.J. Watt, J.J. Watt, Cleo Mack, Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald. There's some good players right there. Yeah, you know, wouldn't mind them on my team. <laughs> nice. Um, and then that leads, oh, Coach of the Year. We'll save MVP for last. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I struggle with this one every year because it's 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 not the best coach. No, and it's tough in any sport trying to figure it out because you kind of have to find either hope that, like the team you're picking goes fifteen and one because then they'll get coach of the year. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Belichick. Belichick won it uh, twice. Two thousand ten was the last time he won yeah. it. Yeah. And was it last year? Was the Patriots' lowest win total this decade? I think is what I heard because they were eleven and five last year. I don't is that right? Remember? But yeah, it's like I think that's what it is, or maybe yeah, something. They only have had eleven wins once or twice this decade, and everything else has been higher, which is insane. And he's won it twice. Yeah. it's like that's where you show that it's, it's tough. It's not the coach; it's yeah. how the improvement of the yeah, team, the story. Yeah, it's like yeah. like if. Did did Vic or was Vic Fan, Fangio the defensive coordinator last year for the Bears, right? So he yeah he was the defensive coordinator. Yes. That's why he got the job. Um, Matt Matt Nagy, see the coach of the Bears. Yes. Did he win coach of the year? I don't remember who won it last year. Two thousand eleven. Thanks. That's super helpful. Get off a of Bing. Jeez. No, it's Google. <laughs> Don Shula has won it four times. Matt Nagy did win last year. Okay. Um, so it needs to be a story like that where the guy really overcomes expectations or comes out of nowhere. Like if it wasn't Nagy, it would have been Frank Reich last year for the Colts. So like this year, it could be Fangio with the Broncos. Broncos. Um, Browns was the other one I was thinking, but yeah. I really don't want to pick them. It'd be tough. Especially because their expectation is high. Were, yeah, it's a lot higher than it should be because yeah. they got all those new players. Yeah. And just... um, I'm trying to think. Like, if somehow the Raiders made it to the playoffs, it'd be easily be Gruden. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with all that stuff he's having to put up with. Um, i trying to think who else it could be. O'Brien with the Texans. Yeah, if they made it, that would be kind of surprising with how much... All that crud. <laughs> The one that would make me cry would be Jason Garrett. Just claps his way to coach of the year. <laughs> um, um, yeah, it sounds like Zeke is going to sign like a six for 90, which is yeah. insane. But it is not the most insane contract. We should probably talk about that one real quick. Did you I, see the details on it? Uh, I saw briefly but i can't remember because it was basically driving over here yeah. so the rams re-signed jared goff an overrated quarterback yes relied on the running back um he was ranked third before cooper cup went out last year and then he dropped to like 12th for the rest of the year or something like that um but it was it's an nfl record for most guaranteed money $110 million guaranteed, and it ends up being a six for 
164 or something like that extension which is crazy yeah uh, yeah and that's like, at the same point is it really crazy yes it is because of how much the cap keeps going up i don't care that's yeah. way too much on one position regardless if it's quarterback or not so he's getting 20 no uh, what's he getting? Twenty-seven million a year for the next six years, which the salary cap's like two hundred million dollars, and it's going to go up another fifty in three or four years. What's the top uh, lineman get paid? Aaron Donald. Offensive ten million. Uh, no, way more than that. Tackles get like eighteen, twenty. Do they? Yeah. What's the what's the Cowboys Tyron Smith? Yeah, I didn't think he got that much. I thought it was like ten million. No, uh, centers get ten million. Tyron Smith signed an eight for a one hundred. Eight like year, eight year, one hundred million dollar contract. Until let's see, I'm trying to. It's go. A lot of years. <laughs> and he is the fifth highest paid left tackle. I'm trying to get two left tackles. I do love spot track for anything salaries. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, Nate Solder signed that four for 68, so 17 million. Yeah, that was a free agent one, though. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Whitworth is making 16.7. Russell Coons making 16. Your boy, Teron Armstead, left tackle for the Saints, is making 15.8. Okay, a little more than that I thought they were making. But... So there are eight guys making over 14 million playing tackle, just left tackle this year. I don't know if I can sort by. I was going to see if I could sort by offensive line. Yes, I can. So I'd, I'd much rather spend all that money there. On the offensive line? Yeah. Yeah, spend your money on the offensive line because then you have good running back and good quarterback. And your receivers are better too. Uh, Andrew Norwell. I don't remember who he was before, but he signed with the Jaguars. He signed a four for 64. He was on the Giants. Was he? Or the Panthers. Panthers. Sorry. Um, Trenton Brown, he signed a, I don't know how many years his was, I want to say five, no, four for 61 or something like that, right tackle for the Raiders. Um, I'm just trying to look at the top paid by each position. Uh, Zach Martin, making $14 million, the guard for the Cowboys, but he's actually really good. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't spend it on receivers. I wouldn't spend it on running backs. If you had like a top receiver, if you had a top one, but like if you what had, top one would you spend that on? Spend how much? Like twenty five million? We'll spend. Like, yeah, we'll just go twenty. Like that's uh, a lot. Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio, and maybe Mike Evans. I don't know if I'd spend that much on a receiver. I don't know. I might. I. I always preferred a line because you can get away with a lot more with a good line yeah, than a bad one. Bad line, your team's garbage. Twenty million—that's ten percent of the salary cap. I think I'd spend that on a Hall of Fame wide receiver. <laughs> yes and no. I like I, I understand. Yeah. Yeah, you're torn because your team just signed the. I know they did it. Contract ever. <laughs> it's like. Was it five for a hundred? Yeah, I think yeah. so. It's like, ugh, that's so much for a receiver. Yeah. When you basically can get them cheaper. And, yeah. But, 
They kind of needed to because they don't even have like a good number two receiver. No, they haven't developed receivers like they had no. in the past. So, oh, uh, let's see. Uh, think... Did we ever finish? Coach? Oh no, we didn't even finish. We tangent. We tangent off. Yeah. But at least we were talking about football. Yeah. Um, let's see who are we? Ta- oh, we didn't even get to coach of the year. We just started talking about last year's coaches. Yeah. So I guess we can go quickly. We can go quick. You want to start? I went with Harbaugh. I like his uh, receivers, his yeah. rookie receivers, and I think his rookie running back is going to start. And you think he's going to start? Not start, but he'll oh, end he'll up play. starting. Oh wow! Or playing more at the yeah. end of the year. And well, I think he's going to have like twelve touches a game somewhere in there. Yeah, but I think the running backs are going to have like fifty touches a game. Yeah, so. they're going to run it a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah. So you got John Harbaugh. Um, I'm going with Andy Reid because I think. That just personifies him where he gets the number one seed, wins a lot of games, gets an award, and then loses in the first or second playoff game he plays in. He breaks the mold. (laughs) And then Landon, continuing his love of all things not Panthers in the NFC South, is going with Dan Quinn, the Falcons head coach. Man, he just hates his own team, doesn't he? Yeah, because he is also going with Drew Brees for MVP (laughs) for the third year in a row. But he has a dead arm. <laughs> oh, he does. She can't do it. I don't know. Can't deal with this. <laughs> and then obviously you're going with your new boy. Well, yeah, your your mistress, your mister. What's that called? Like if you're cheating on your wife, you have a mistress. If you're cheating on your husband, it's a mister. Jigolo. Mistress. All right. Go ahead. Patrick Mahomes is Alex's mistress. <laughs> cheating on him with, cheating on Drew Brees with him. Same thing to trade for him when <laughs> Drew Brees retires. Just saying. Well, speaking of contracts, they're going to upset you whenever Mahomes signs a new deal. I know. I'm gonna I'm like, yeah. no. Why'd you do that? Six years, two hundred fifty million dollars. Pretty much. And I'm going with Deshaun Watson. Uh, if he's healthy all year with the weapons they have, especially because he it's runs the ball. Good. Yeah. It's, it's nice because one of my fantasy teams, I got both of them. And then the other one, you got Lamar Jackson, you jerk. <laughs> yeah, I think another one, I got Drew Brees. Got them all. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because you finally got your people. It took me forever to get Drew Brees on my team, yeah. but I did it. Yeah. And now he's going to retire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we were going to have Alex Kazora on from Steelers Depot. But when Alex and I got ready to record, we realized that we both have iPhones with no headphone jacks, so we can't plug in our little um, adapter thing, so we're going to have to figure out a new way to do that. So he's not going to come on today, so me and Alex are just going to preview some games for week one ourselves. Uh, Did we want to run down our playoff teams real quick? Yeah, we can do that. Just a quick Yeah, just, just with the changes and, yeah. Not have to go over deep with them, just... Just who we got going to the playoffs and then who we got in the Super Bowl. Maybe winning if you want to do that, too. Yeah, let's go winning. Right, uh, let's start with Landon and Brad because they're not here. Okay, I'll pour me a drink. Right, and then whatever. There you go. Whatever's left you get. So nothing? Hey, now. <laughs> uh, can't even pour it close to the mic to hear it. Goodness. Rocky. Don't super fizz my beer. Well, you want it close to the mic. That doesn't mean you have to be super loud about it. Uh, so Landon has Patriots, Chiefs, Texans, Steelers, Chargers, Ravens 
Bears, Rams, Eagles, Saints, Falcons, Cowboys. Thank you, kind sir. And he has the Patriots over the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Cowboys. <laughs> Brad's got Patriots, Chiefs, Texans, Titans, Ravens, and Browns. Bears, Saints, Rams, Eagles, Hawks, and Panthers. And he has the Texans losing to the Bears in the Super Bowl. I like the Bears. I don't know if Texans can make it that far. but well, That's who I got in the Super Bowl. I can see it. I just don't know. Because I think they just they gave up so much future stuff to try and win this year. It's the running backs that kind of worry me. But yeah. there's also, you can always find a running back. Yeah. And who knows, maybe Duke Johnson. Like People forget that Duke Johnson oh, uh, ran the ball a lot in college. Oh, he ran a lot. I really liked I, him in I think his senior Cleveland. year, he had 250 rushes. Yeah, he was up there. Like, that's a lot for college. So he's running the ball 20 times a game. Oh, I was a big Duke Johnson fan for Cleveland, and I got mad every game when they gave him the ball five times. It's like, you that's your best running back. Give yeah. him the ball. Five carries, seven catches, 104 yards. It's like, do that more. <laughs> like, <But> nope. No. <laughs> uh, so I got Chiefs, Patriots, Texans, Ravens, Chargers, Titans, Saints, Eagles, Bears, Rams, Vikings, and Niners. Um, and I got Niners. Yeah, that's my one, my one rando. You're uh, cut off. You're <laughs> done. It's my house. I don't have to stop. <laughs> um, and I got the Texans losing to the Saints in the Super Bowl. And just like I predicted last year, the Saints will win the Super Bowl, and then Sean Payton and Drew Brees will retire. I think that they can do it this year. I hope so. I think it's the year they don't mess up. Because I like or the, the refs Saints. don't mess up. Yeah. Oh. Or someone else doesn't mess up. That's bad. All right, let's move on to who you have in the playoffs. Let's see. I got the Chiefs, Colts still. Yep. Ravens, Patriots, Texans, Broncos now. Saints, Eagles, Seahawks, Bears, Rams, Packers. And I got Chiefs, Saints, Super Bowl. Saints winning it. But which quarterback wins your heart? Don't make me jealous. Good question. Alex doesn't have a heart. <laughs> Um, yeah, if you, it's Drew Brees until after this year when he retires. Okay, and I don't have a Brees jersey. What? We should get you a. You should get a Brees hoodie. One of the House of Hoodies ones. Ooh, that'd be pretty good. Especially for around here, it's always cold. Remember, go to houseofhoodies.com, check them out, and if you use late night shots, you get fifteen percent off your order. It's not a bad deal. Maybe my home still. I don't have one of them either. Yeah, They're my boys. That's, their stuff looks good. I like it. Better get used to it. It's hockey season in Seattle soon. Yeah. What's their team name? The Kraken? The Totems? They haven't come up with that yet. Which is why the XFL team had to be the Dragons. Because they couldn't have a name because the hockey team uh, licensed every name that possibly could be related to Seattle. Good. <laughs> it's the XFL. Who cares? Dragons. It's awesome. It is kind of cool. I hope they just play the Game of Thrones music at all their games. <laughs> White Dragon of the Null. <laughs> nice. All right, so on to oh, the sorry. games. Spoilers. <laughs> um, so opening night is actually two days away. We're recording on Tuesday, which is going to be our new schedule is Tuesdays for a while at least, so that way we can do recaps and previews and have it be in the middle of the week and make sense. I will try to make them. Yeah. <laughs> um. Last year, the Packers played the Bears on Sunday night. I think I think it was a primetime game, and the Bears were up twenty-three to three 
in the fourth quarter, and they lost because Aaron Rodgers came out on one knee high as a kite. Do you remember how high he was after the game when he was talking and he had an accent all of a sudden and no, his I eyes don't. were all glassy? Yeah, it was hilarious. That's what happens when I'm playing cable or any of that stuff. Yeah. Just use the streaming stuff. What streaming stuff? Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, so Green Bay plays for Chicago again this year. Every year. I mean, to open the season. Okay. Week one. <laughs> uh, but this time it's on Thursday night. I think, I just think Chicago is a better team than Green Bay. But I I'm do. In, I'm interested to see how all these new defenders on Green Bay do. Savage and Amos and Zardar and some new linebackers and another defensive line. Like half their defense is different. Yeah, I don't know if I... I like the Bears' offense, but I don't trust them with Trubisky being kind of young still and not yeah. as proven. A new running back. Receivers, I don't know. Tight end has kind of been... Trey Burton's all right. He's all right. I like him. Yeah. But he hasn't been consistent. No. Their defense, yeah. Great. Yeah. It's a, it's a tough matchup to pick to Which, start the year. And it makes it a great Thursday game. Yeah. It's like, oh, later it's, in the year, I think the Bears might win it, mm-hmm. depending on how their offense develops. But I think now... I don't know. You lean in Packers? Lean in Packers? I think it's in Chicago. Ooh. Yeah, Soldier Field. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that might be. But it's early in the it's year. It's not cold. It's not cold yet. No. It's probably not really windy either. That'd be a tough game to pick. It's so hard at the beginning of the year because you don't know. Like, if the offensive line's not ready, Khalil Mack's just going to eat all night. Yes. Um,. And he showed last year because didn't he get traded a week or two before the game? Yeah, it was like right away. Like, yeah, and they played and dominated. I think I gotta go with the Packers. I'm leaning Bears. My might hurt. Oh, good point. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, Just kidding. Love you. <laughs> and Alex was never heard from again. I picked the team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then. Let's go Indy Chargers, because you were talking about how much you still think Brissett can hold up, and that the Chargers are kind of... So this is two teams on like opposite paths, right? Yeah. The Chargers are falling because of all their injuries, and you think, think Indy's still good. Do you think Indy can go into San Diego, Los Angeles, wherever the heck the Chargers play out nowadays, and win this game? I do. I don't know. Gordon probably won't play. No. No, like he's not pressing yet. They're refusing trades right now. No, no, no. Extension. No, well, yeah. Like, he can look for a trade. But I thought I heard that they brought a trade to the team and they said no. Oh, really? But they're still working on it, but they said no to the first. Because he's allowed to go look for trades. Yes. But they're not going to work on an extension until the end of the year. It's, it's a weird situation. It's Yeah, it's two very weird teams mm-hmm. to try to pick from. Yeah, no star quarterback, no star running back. Playing in a place where the team doesn't have fans. Right? Yeah, pretty much. It's like, um... 
I it's think like, it's, do you it's, bet on the veteran quarterback? Like, yeah, I think so. That... I could see this being like a a, a back and forth weird twenty three to twenty one game, something like that. That the Chargers win. Who's got the better kicker? I, I think I I do like the Chargers kicker, that Badgley kid. I don't know who the kickers are. That's what I was asking. Oh, it's Michael Badgley, and then it's Adam Minitari. Oh yeah, he's still there. Yeah. You can't go against Vinatieri. Are you crazy? But he's like forty five hundred years old, and yet beaten out twenty one year olds because he's yeah. that much better. Just like the Falcons, Bryant kicker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did see a funny thing on Twitter. It's like, oh, they brought the best player back who has Matt Ryan in their name. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. love that. That was great. Yeah, I'm gonna go Indy. Yeah, so we're. We're opposite on both of them so far. It's but early in the year, and it's really tough to yeah. pick. So, but I know we're both agreeing on this next one because Denver is going to Oakland on Monday night for the early Monday night game, or no, the late Monday night game. Yeah, the late Monday night game, seven twenty, because it's in Oakland. Um, I think Oakland. It's pretty much always the AFC West. In the Monday night game, the late one. I think so. Because it's a lot of like it, Oakland Chargers. It's West Coast yeah. usually, yeah. But if Oakland has a lot of talent, but a lot of head cases, and I just don't. Is Brown healthy? Like I, I think so. I don't know. I haven't heard anything, and I really don't. Would you trust anything you heard? No, not at all. But we both talked up Denver earlier. And I just think they're the better team. And I don't mind traveling during week one. That doesn't bother me because you can get there early in practice. Yeah, and week one travel, whatever. And it's not like it's a big travel. You're going from oh. Denver to Oakland. Yeah. That's easy. It's not travel. far. That's yeah. not e- our West Coast to East Coast yeah. travel. Or... It's not like Seattle going to Miami. Yeah. But Denver, I, easy. Denver, yeah. Like 24-14. If Oakland can score 14 points. If they can, yeah. that would be kind of surprising. Because <laughs> I don't really know how much practice they've had as a full team. The wife's music and her TV. <laughs> oh, well. Um, and then the last Classical. game. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the Sunday night game? Yes. Um, this is the one Alex Kazora was going to come in and talk to us about. We'll probably have him on sometime later in the year to talk Pittsburgh once we are able to figure it out. But Pittsburgh against New England. And these two games, these two teams have had a lot of like high-profile games the last couple of years in the regular season. Because this was the Jesse James game from a couple of years ago, right? Where he reached for the end zone and fumbled the ball, even though he, or whatever, and it should have been a catch in his knee. It's something weird. One of those catch rules that they could yeah. like. I don't remember because I'm not Brad. Yeah, this is where Brad excels at me every time because I can't remember these things. No, this is actually meaningful to the conversation. Yeah, but it didn't <laughs> happen in the last five minutes. So, <laughs> um, I really don't know what to think about this game because the Patriots Brady just keeps getting older. Um, Pittsburgh like... lost Bell and Brown. Bell, I don't think is as big as an impact because they've had a year without him already. Yeah. 
They just but Brown, yeah, but they got Juju. And they they seem to always can find receivers. That seems like their always. best so skill. Because so many teams struggle with it, but they've always been good at it. Ever since they got what uh Mike Mike Wallace? Is that the guy's name? Sounds played for them, then Miami, then Baltimore, and then a couple other teams. I think so. Yeah. But they is it just always well, even back to like Heinz Ward and Antoine Randall L, they just always find these guys. But is it the quarterback every time? Because it's pretty much always been Big Ben. Is it him that makes them that good? Like he's just I think it's both. Uh Big Ben is a Hall of Famer, but you still need semi talented receivers. Yeah, like yeah, they either yeah. need to know how to run routes or be able to be on the same page or something. But yeah. Yeah, I feel like as much as we don't like him, yeah, he is a very good developer of receivers. Yeah, and maybe um, I don't know, maybe it's both. Yeah, and I think for once, like on the other side, the Patriots have good receivers this year too, which is a like a weird thing to say. Well, if they're healthy and not smoking weed, taking PEDs, or being a rookie bust. Well, what do they got? Edelman, Gordon, and they got some rookie. Who dominated in college fell to them, and like people who don't like the Patriots, I guess when they saw the pick, they got upset because they're like, "Oh, this is like the perfect guy for them." I I'm not sure what his name is, but I guess he's been playing well. Well, I know they cut um, the Broncos' long time receiver, John Blank. Wes Walker. <laughs> no, no, not that one. Um. Broncos long time receiver. He was with them for a long time. They got traded to. Texas. I'm not sure. Start the D. Jacoby Myers. That is the guy I was thinking of. Oh, Demarius Thomas. Demarius Thomas. Yes. Yeah. But I think they were going to re-sign him because he is still on the depth chart. But this is ESPN, so it's dumb. Yeah, they haven't signed him back yet. Okay. So. Um, yeah, Jacoby Myers. There we go is the young guy, the, the rookie receiver, um, who is their second rookie receiver drafted because their first rookie receiver is Nikhil Harry, and he is currently on injured reserve. I don't know what happened to him, but he's hurt. But it just seems like Brady at 42, 43, 704? 59, 79. 69? 1 million. <laughs> nice. Um I'm going to be very happy and very upset at the end of this game because one of these two teams is going to lose, but one of them is also going to win. They could both tie. And then I think I'd be happy. I don't know. I Um, think that would be the best solution. Two ties. Now the best solution would be Brady and Roethlisberger go to shake hands after the game and they trip and both get concussions. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I agree. <laughs> All right. uh, I'm going to go Patriots on this one. Yeah, I'm going Patriots. I think I, um, I, I got to go Patriots. All right. I don't want to. Yeah, it's like, do I want to punch myself in the left knee or punch myself in the right knee? Which one? Nope, I'm going to go Pittsburgh. All right, so the only game we agree on is Denver. <laughs> Not that those matter because we just kind of wanted to preview a couple games. This is, yeah, I was more of a coin flip on this one. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll just go against you because it's fun. But 
but the ones that do matter are gambling. And now that football season is back, we're bringing back the three gamblings per week. And a reminder that we are betting 110 to win 100 because that's how betting against the line works because Vegas has to make money somehow. And this is all hypothetical. Yes, because gambling is illegal in Washington. So uh, head to your favorite casino or wherever, what state is legal in. Um, We'll do three a week. Nice. Um, The first one is going to be an interdivisional game. And Buffalo is traveling to the Jets, and Buffalo is a three-point underdog. Um, I think Buffalo is a much better team than the Jets. I like Buffalo's defense. I I kind of really like Josh Allen. I don't. I'm nervous. I dislike him. I don't know why. I don't know if he's a fast Jake Locker. I don't know if he's going to be a good quarterback or not. I feel like I want to like him, but I just don't. I don't know why that is, but... Got to go with the gut, so yeah, I'm just going one of those against. things where you're like, you look at the guy and you're like, no, I don't like that face. I don't like that face. Yeah. me the wrong way. Nope. Nope. So I think Buffalo keeps it within three points, and you think the Jets win by at least four. Yep. Yeah. Um, Brad and Landon don't get to play because they chose not to. They get to play. They choose wrong. Oh, yeah, so they'll be down $330 next week. <laughs> uh, second game, Houston is going to New Orleans. Um, Houston is a seven-point underdog, which just seems like a lot this early in the season. It does, but, but also... It doesn't. It doesn't. It's the Saints. Um, but I really think that early in the year, um, it's hard to game plan for Deshaun Watson. And I kind of see this being like a 34-30 game with the Saints win, but Houston keeps it within seven. I think they score more. I don't like... I don't, know, I don't think the Houston team is going to – I don't think they're um, gelling well. No, yeah. So I don't think they really like themselves. I understand. <laughs> and they got a lot of new people, new new running backs, new linemen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that is a lot to add in that you have. Plus, it's got Kiko. Yeah. I really like that pickup. That was the one big week spot I didn't like. Another ex-Bill that is now on the Saints. From Miami, too. And Philly. Phil, Phil, yeah. Kiko Alonso got traded for Shady. Yes, and then went to Miami. Do you ever figure out who that safety was? Nope. <laughs> I forgot the look. But I do have them winning by more than seven. I think they kind of stretched it out. Jerry's bird. Bird. Ooh, mau, mau. So you have the Saints Murders winning by at least a touchdown? Yes. Yeah. Um, I could see it, but I just it feels like a game Houston's gonna keep it close. Yeah. Or maybe like it's fourteen to three, so New Orleans is just always in the lead, but Houston scores a touchdown. It's and then like they're always chasing and they end up scoring a garbage touchdown to lose by five. Or something. Yeah. And then the last game, which I do not understand. Denver at Oakland, and the line is even. So they have Denver as about three points better than Oakland because you get three points or so for playing at home. But Denver seems like they're seven points better than Oakland. Yeah, so it should be a seven. Like, I thought this was going to be a four-point line in Denver's favor. I would go with Denver with that. Seven. <sighs> seven would be a lot. 
four, I would probably pick Denver. Well, if, if they get seven, you lose, right? No, this the line's even. No, but if like if it was a oh, if it was a seven point line, seven. It hits a, it's a push. Okay. Yeah, that's why a lot of the times you'll see seven. two and a half. Yeah. 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 So it's even, which I do not. See, that was kind of a no brain. I was like, uh, I'm going with Denver. Yeah, Denver here. <laughs> um, yeah. So me and Alex differ on Buffalo at the Jets. Houston at New Orleans, and then we agree on Denver at Oakland. I'm riding the road teams this week because I have three road teams covering or outright winning. That's that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of I didn't even notice that uh, New Orleans is at home. Yeah, it's so tough going against their home team. It's seven points though. That's why. Because I could see him garbage touchdown late to lose by four. Yeah, I understand it. Yeah. Um, I think that's about going to do it for this episode. Is there anything else you want to talk about for week one before we get out of here? I don't think so. (laughs) I think we got all our ad reads and stuff in. We talked about House of Hoodies, Overflow, Homestead. This beer has been quite tasty. It is quite delicious. Um, but I think that's it, right? We have no new bets between everyone yet. Yeah, I don't think so. Not yet. We'll do some recaps when baseball season gets over. Yeah, I don't think ours is looking. Ours is going to be a, a draw. Nothing's going to happen. No. Um, yeah. But if you want to check us out on social media, it's Late Night Shots. Facebook, Twitter, Patreon. Um, head over to Anchor to see all the different places the podcast can be at. Hopefully it'll be on iTunes soon. We'll let you guys know if it is. Insert sign off here.